Before we start today's episode, I want to give you a heads up that this is a two-parter. Tune in to part one today, then come back next week for part two. Enjoy! Hey, I'm Caitlin Cuevas, the girl behind all things Think Happy. I'm a wife, mom of two cute and crazy kiddos, and a lover of golden doodles, cheesy analogies, and pump-up music. I've taught hundreds of women what I'm here to teach you, and that's how to reduce your daily stress, decrease your unproductive time, and most importantly, increase the amount of time you have to pour into you. Join me each week as we dive into topics such as time and task management, increasing productivity, building habits and routines, keeping your cup full, and so, so much more. Welcome to the Think Happy Podcast. Welcome back to the Think Happy Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Cuevas. I am your host who was just sitting here eating a bowl of pretzels and M&Ms right before I hit the record button. So I had a little bit of a sweet tooth before recording. And so, you know, I went into the kitchen and I opened the pantry to grab a handful of M&Ms. And as I was grabbing a handful of M&Ms, I also eyed the bag of pretzels. And I mean, they were speaking to me. They, I feel like they were practically begging me to grab a handful of them too. So naturally, I did. <laughs> and, and it's a delicious little treat of a snack, let me just tell you. And I mean, life's all about balance, right? Right. Yes, life is all about balance. <laughs> Anyway, I hope you enjoyed listening to part one of my conversation with Stephanie last week. Wasn't it so fun hearing about her travel adventures? I mean, I can't even imagine just hopping around the world, living in a different city each month. God, so, so cool. Something else that's cool, something else that ex- that's exciting is part two of our conversation today. I cannot wait for you to get to listen and learn even more from Stephanie and her multiple experiences with life pivots. But first, let me remind you that the waitlist for mom life, Think Happy's newest 100% mom-focused program is open. So calling all mamas who have a never-ending to-do list that's longer than the roll of toilet paper your toddler pulled out. Calling all mamas who want some simple routines, like more badly than your kiddo wants just one more sip of water before bed. Calling all mamas who feel like your cup is totally empty, like emptier than the snack bowl that just got spilled all over the sofa. (laughs) The Mom Life program focuses on time and task management for moms and building sustainable routines for moms and families and, of course, on keeping mom's cup full. So, here's what you do. You need to go join the no strings attached waitlist for a couple of perks, okay? Those perks are first dibs on a spot in the program and early bird pricing. Second perk is a bonus one-on-one kickoff call just between you and me. Third perk is the opportunity to win a free private coaching package. Yes, awesome perks, if I do say so myself. So to get on the wait list, go to thinkhappyco.com backslash mom dash life dash wait list. Okay, thinkhappyco.com backslash mom dash life dash wait list. Okay, with that being said, let's get to today's episode. I just, you know, cannot wait for you to listen to part two. So here we go. Enjoy. 
So something that you said is actually incredibly aligned with a lot of what I teach. Um, this is getting really clear on your why behind your what. And like, so for this conversation, the what would be the pivot and just getting really clear on, you know, the, the feelings, the emotions, the why that you have behind that, because I believe that when we're really clear on that why, those emotions are what are going to keep us moving forward when the newness and the shininess, the excitement of whatever this goal, habit, pivot is that we're considering, the why, the feelings is what keeps us, you know, heading in that direction. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And especially in entrepreneurship, you know, it's it's okay to say, I just want to make so much money. <laughs> but that's yeah. not going to be the thing that like takes the action. Like when you have yeah. that money, what are you going to do with it? And so for mm-hmm. me, like having clarity around the fact that I just want to be able to maintain this travel life, have money to put aside for retirement and always be able to support my son financially that's the money goal for me. That's the thing that's going to get me out of bed and doing the things that I need to do. Not like saying, I'd love to make $500,000. Like that's not going to be the thing. Taking care of my son, taking care of myself, being independent, having this freedom, that's the motivator. And so, Yeah. yeah, I love that. Very powerful tool. Oh, that lights me up. So did you... Did you have any lessons learned from like early on pivots in your career that helped you make, you know, the decision to just go for your current business now to help you make that final, not, well, I don't want to call it your final pivot because who knows what's going to continue happening, but this most recent pivot. Yeah. So, I mean, I, because I had so much corporate success and there's not, there was never a lot of women sitting next to me. Like the boardrooms were not filled with women. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like this was a really big passion for me. I've always mentored people in my life and um, most especially women and minorities to help them join me at the table. And I know that not everyone, it comes as easily to them to make those mindset shifts of, okay, I've got this crappy entry level position. What am I going to do from here? And so coaching to me just felt like a really natural gift and way that I could use something that I love to support other people. And so that was definitely a lesson that I've learned throughout my career and why it really gave me the, um, yeah, decision to do a coaching business. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that it takes a special type of person to that thoroughly enjoys the act of mentoring and just like coaching, helping people thrive. Um, it's not for everyone. And no. Because there's a lot of jobs out there that I couldn't do. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Um, you know, when I decided on business coaching, I knew for me, like the strategy part was going to be easy and fun. I love a business strategy. I'm obsessed with it. Finding like new and unique ways for people to really elevate their skill set lights me up. But also, I can't create those mindset shifts for them, which is why I became like a certified mindset coach to support them to take the actions to create the business. So the combination of both of those things, which I learned so much from both my my first business and um, my corporate career, 
really was like the magic combination for helping my clients achieve success. That's beautiful. And I love how you're able to look back on, you know, the where you are now and see how each of those played a role in helping you be the best that you can be right now for your clients and really yeah. for yourself and for your son. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> so what was it about these professional pivots that taught you or showed you that pivoting is totally okay? Kind of yeah. a loaded question. I think this is the second loaded loaded question I've, I've dished <laughs> out. <laughs> you know, sometimes like it's hindsight that really gives us our power to move forward. Just like you were saying, like reflecting back on the career and all the things that I've experienced, it's the same thing. Like it's one thing to have that belief and to conjure that belief without proof, but then once you have it, then it's like, okay, I have something to tap into. And there's so many different ways that we do that in life outside of corporate. And I think it's such a powerful tool to go back and say, okay, I've done hard things before. I've been through challenging things. I freaking raised a child by myself. This is not going to be the hardest thing that I do. And so it doesn't work out. (laughs) I have overcome so many other things. And so, you know, that really is the thing that I think supports me to make these pivots, these shifts and these changes with such confidence. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is, uh, I think that so many of us forget that we really deserve and whether, whether you're thinking about making a pivot or not, I think it's such a healthy exercise to go back and just acknowledge all of the tough, hard things you have already done, you know, just And whether it's raising a child on your own or not, which holy moly, Stephanie, that is so amazing to me. I can barely raise my children and I have the best husband ever. (laughs) It's so amazing to me. But, you know, difficult looks different for everyone and also difficult looks different for the same person, but in different seasons of life, right? So like, I remember things that I felt were difficult. 10 years ago, now current Caitlin looks back and thinks, you know, like, oh, well, you know, that wasn't that difficult, but hey, it, you know, it helps you exercise those muscles and, you know, just gear you up for the next things that are coming. Rock them. (laughs) Yep. I totally, totally agree. So, okay. So now we kind of like start to shift into some of your personal pivots also. So do you feel like all of these professional pivots throughout your career, do you feel like they laid the groundwork for some of the personal pivots in your life? And then I guess my follow-up question to that would be, can you also tell us about some of the personal pivots in your life? Yeah. You know, I think your job is part of your life. Your career is, it's all intertwined. I mean, it's how you make your living. It really defines like your ability to, you know, make investments and purchases and have different experiences. So I don't really think it's very separate. It's all lessons that you're taking and personal decisions that you're making and, you know, your personal pivots are going to affect your, your career choices and your jobs and, you know, the ability to work remote, like that is something that so many people desire. And so that may end up 
deciding like I need to make a career shift that allows me to work remote or full time or work from anywhere. And so that was right. a really important one for me. I mean, having gone through, you know, a marriage that didn't last for very long, that's, I, you know, a lot of people kind of go through that and experience that and feel some shame around that or feel like they failed or feel disappointed. There's so many emotions that come up and, you know, kind of how you decide to utilize what those lessons were and move forward is truly the thing for me that again, now I have so much more clarity on what I'm looking for in a partner, who I am and what my role in that relationship was, the things that I feel really proud of and the way that I handled them, the things that I don't, you know, everybody's got a part in it. So all the personal things that I think that we go through in work, life and all the things really help guide our decisions and not harping on the things that we did wrong, but using them as an opportunity to say, this is how I'm going to do things differently moving forward. And so if you look at everything you've gone through as like a life lesson or a life experience, as opposed to I failed or labeling it as a win or a fail, then you'll be so much richer as a person, so much more informed and confident in taking your next steps. Absolutely. Because if you are able to view And I don't even want to call them failures, but if you're able to view things that you feel like you didn't do the right way or the best way as learning opportunities and learning experiences, what that does is that allows you to never have to start back at square one because you always have something gained from whatever that experience was and from whatever you learned from that experience. We're able to kind of, you know, like, have that little reframe with, well, this doesn't mean I'm starting over. This doesn't mean I failed. This means that I have all of these lessons learned. I know this much more about myself. I know this much more about, you know, the world or my career or whatever it might be that you get to leverage that, which is kind of a beautiful thing. Oh, I agree. And I think it's such an important lesson for people who are starting something new, because this is something I say to my clients all the time, like your business might be new, but that doesn't mean that you are, you're bringing your experience, your education, you know, all the things that you've gone through in life to this point, and you can utilize them as different tools and strategies inside your business, whether that's on the business side or how you support your clients. So I think it's an important reflection to say, you know, I'm not a new business owner. My business is new and this is what I bring to it. Yes. All that reframe. Yes. (laughs) As I'm sitting here, I'm drinking the most delicious cup of Kerbeans coffee. Kerbeans is a wife and husband duo who turned their passion for coffee into a business. They are so sweet and it makes me so happy seeing their business thrive. Now, let me tell you why Kerbeans is thriving. To put it simply, it's because their coffee is amazing. Think Happy has had the honor of getting to pick a Think Happy signature roast. These dark roasted Mexico beans smell like a good day waiting to happen. When brewed, they create the smoothest cup of coffee you have ever tasted. And it is even still good after being reheated. If you're like me and frequently get pulled away from your coffee, you know that's important. 
And I have a special treat for you. Think Happy listeners receive 15% off their order of Curbings. Head to curbings.coffee. Curbings is spelled K-I-R-B-E-A-N-S. And use code THINKHAPPY at checkout for your 15% discount. Again, that's curbings.coffee, code THINKHAPPY for 15% off. And you know, it just, it makes me girlfriends right now who are pregnant with their first babies and it you know just changing it from saying I'm a new mom to just I'm new at being a mom because so many times they they like look at me and ask me questions oh well Caitlin has two kids she's got to know what's going on no (laughs) I have no idea what I'm doing I still feel like a new mom and Eleanor is two and a half years old and sure I'm a new, like, I'm still new to momming. And, but it's just that reframe. I love it so much, Stephanie. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So I have to ask with all of these pivots that we've talked about, did you have an example, you know, a parent, a role model of pivoting while you were growing up? Like, were you watching someone around you just totally rocking big life moves like you have. And I guess like, I kind of say that pun intended because like you're moving all the time, but. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of like role models. You know, I, my family did not grow up with money or people in like big successful careers were not like the people that were influential in my life. But I will say like my grandfather was a Holocaust survivor. He was the only Holocaust survivor in his family. And so he's got this like brute grit and inner strength to persevere and to provide for his family. And, you know, I, I grew up seeing that and, um, my mother had her own set of challenges too. And so just throughout life, you know, going through a family that had multiple marriages and divorces, moving and changing school seven times before high school, like, These are all experiences like we were talking about, like to draw on to say, okay, that was really hard. Like that's a lot for a kid to go through, or that's a lot for even a kid to experience from her own grandfather, you know, those stories and how to put that in perspective for your life, you know, and, but these are all the little moments that I think compound to make us into the adults that we are. And so it actually was a process of unlearning for me that I don't need to like control every situation in order to be successful when it comes to entrepreneurship, because so much of corporate is about how you take actions and control your time and making those relationships. And there are a lot of really specific things that you need to do to control your path to the top, especially as a woman and minority. It's just not equal and it still isn't. And in entrepreneurship, it's very different. There's a lot of release and letting go that you have to go through yeah. that is not comfortable for people um, coming out of the corporate space. And, you know, kind of, again, just kind of reflecting back on times where I wasn't in control, but I had to be in the experience. And how did I handle that? And how could I utilize those lessons into my business. And these are things we don't even think about. We just kind of intuitively do them. But when you can intentionally look back and find evidence of times in your life where you have gone through these experiences, it serves as such a powerful tool and reinforcement of your own power in this situation. 
Yep. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love all of this. <laughs> <laughs> so have your pivots ever gotten easier? Um, easier in the sense that like, I can make fast decisions for myself because now I'm very clear on risk reward. Um, but there's always like a sense of like anxiousness. I don't think that that goes away. Like when you're making a big shift or a big change in your life, there's going to be a natural like inclination of self-doubt or concern or worry. But now I've kind of gone through the process so many times and have the tools to move through them faster. So I'm not sitting in the worry or not making decisions or not taking action to best support my goals because of that fear, all that apprehension, but I still feel it. I mean, I'm still very human and I, you know, kind of go through that and, and, you know, especially because I'm traveling solo, you know, talk about personal pivots. Like there are times that it can feel really lonely, you know, out in the world by yourself. Um, you know, I can't like drive and go see family or girlfriends or whatever. Like I'm having this adventure and it's like, those are the times where I'm like, did I make the right decision? I'm feeling really lonely. And then I am like, okay, Steph, like snap out of it, open up your window. And I literally do this all the time. Like you're in Budapest right now. And then it just immediately like changes my, my mindset. Like this is something that I never, ever thought I would experience. And I chose this because of a very specific intention for my life and it makes me just feel happy. You know, I feel happy being able to say like, I'm not still in my Philadelphia suburban apartment feeling lonely. <laughs> now I'm in Budapest, get out, go see the city, go have an adventure. Cause that's not something I could have done back home. Right. Right. That is amazing. That is amazing. So I'm going to put myself, as we start to wrap up our conversation a little bit, I do want to put myself in the shoes of the listeners who specifically requested an episode about pivoting. Do you have any tips, suggestions, words of encouragement for people surrounding pivoting? Yeah, I think just really reinforcing what we've talked about and you so eloquently framed in this podcast around intention and why. Like if there's something that you're feeling pulled to do, get really clear on the why and really like write it down, journal about it, get really grounded in why this is important for you to do this. And then what is the absolute worst case scenario? Like what, what are all the pitfalls, the downfalls, what is coming up for you in your mindset around it not being successful? How much of that is actually true? Because so much of that is built up in our own mind and our own perception. So really getting like clear by writing it down, get it out of your head, put it on paper. And then, yeah, then you can decide, like, if this is the worst case scenario versus the worst thing that could absolutely happen in my life, where does this really fall on the fear scale? You know, do I have the option to learn from this and try something new? You know, is this going to cause danger to my life, to my health, to majorly to my finances in a way that it doesn't make it worth doing the pivot, going after the thing that I really truly desire because you only have one shot at this. We only have one life. And so finding your happiness and pursuing it, I mean, is there anything greater that you should be doing right now? Yeah. I can't stop smiling. <laughs> I feel like 
You would be, so you are a business coach, but I feel like you would also be a really good career coach. So could be a possible upcoming pivot for you. (laughs) Well, that's where I actually started. That was like the first business model that I had. I was a career coach for like six months. And I think it was just the timing. Like I, because I already knew so much about corporate, like that was just seemed obvious to me, right? Like, let me help other people grow in their career. And so that's where I started. And because it was like in those post-COVID months, my clients were like, no, I want to do what you do. I want to get out of corporate. I want to have my own business. And that's actually what caused me to shift into business coaching. It was clients pushing me into it. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I always, always have a passion for helping people like really grow in their corporate careers as well. I do still have one client that I career coach on the side. (laughs) That's so awesome though. Yeah. Yeah. I really do love it. I mean, helping people rise to their potential and finding their happiness and whatever that's going to look like for them is a thing that really aligns for me. Yeah. Yeah. So do you see or foresee any upcoming pivots in your life? I do. I you know, uh, as part of this journey, you know, I've been traveling now full-time for um, over two years, and I have done so much work on myself personally, professionally, and I'm at a place where it's like, if I find a partner that I don't want to leave or a place that I don't want to leave, I'm totally okay making a, a pivot to changing my travel life um, and allowing that to look different, maybe just still continuing to travel, but it doesn't have to be full time. Um, I literally in the last couple of years have been to almost every place I've ever dreamt of going, which is like insane to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, (laughs) so many people can say that. Yeah. I mean, it really is such a blessing, a, a gift that I've really given myself that if for any reason I had to stop traveling tomorrow to know that I did this for myself is just, you know, yeah, I just feel so thankful that I took the pivot. I took the chance. I did all the things. Um, but I'm now open to like, yeah, different other personal opportunities or even professional ones. You never know where business is going to take you, you know, Yeah, just staying open to all of those. I love my business. I don't foresee my coaching business going anywhere by adding on to different new opportunities and expanding. You just never know. So I'm always open to possibilities personally and professionally and definitely open to pivoting. Like I said, if there is a person or a place that I just don't ever want to leave, then I'll adjust my lifestyle and start a new exciting adventure. I can't stop smiling this whole conversation. I feel like I've just been smiling ear to ear. This has been such a fun topic to talk on and just to listen to you and hear your stories. And, you know, hopefully the listeners, I know that they have just taken some nuggets of helpful information and encouragement out of this conversation. So thank you for your time with us. Um, And I cannot let you go without asking you one more very important question that I ask every guest who comes on the Think Happy podcast. Do you have a life or happiness hack that you use in your own life that listeners might want to try out in their own lives? Yeah, I gratitude journal 
every night. And that to me, there is no better grounding exercise, especially when I don't want to do it. If I'm feeling resistance to like opening up that journal and doing it, it's such a flag for me to reflect on what is going on. And now more than ever, I need to find three things that I'm really grateful for. And they don't have to be big major life things. It could be gratitude. The fact that my Airbnb host brought me a fan because it's so hot in the city right now, you know, like something that just makes me feel like just so, um, appreciative of the things that I do have. Um, and that has been a really powerful tool for me for feeling happiness and living my best life and grounding me into what is important. I have the same exact practice. I have a nightly gratitude practice where I write down three things from the day that I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's like pajamas, bed, and a cup of water next to me, you know, but, and and sometimes, cause you know, it's just like, that's where I am right now. And I didn't want to do this because I'm tired, but I'm so incredibly grateful and blessed even for these small things. Um, so I love that hack and (laughs) I'm right there with you. Where, where can we find you? Where can we connect with you, Stephanie? Yeah. So my website is stephanieritz.co. I have a fantastic Facebook group with coaches and consultants. So if anybody is thinking about starting a freedom-based business or you have one, um, that's really a fun group because I take you behind the scenes of my travel life. I offer travel tips and I offer three business trainings every month. So it gives you a little bit of both worlds um, for both travel and business. And that is the Freedom-Based Business Builders Facebook community group. Um, and yeah, lots of free resources in there, training opportunity to connect and collaborate. So, um, I'm also at stephanieritz.co pretty much everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all the places. Amazing. Well, I just cannot thank you enough for taking the time to be here with us today. I know I've said this like 500 times. I have so thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and safe travels. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Thanks so much for having me. I had so much fun. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Think Happy Podcast. I would so appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review. And if you just can't get enough, find me on Instagram at thinkhappy underscore co. That's C-O and online at thinkhappyco.com. I'll be back in your ears next week with another episode of the Think Happy Podcast. (laughs) 